Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wait, are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120 hertz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah, I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. everybody welcome to play retro i'm your host scott johnson and i need just one more flame boost to beat this boss just one more is all you need yeah well you know what i need mm. i need my show notes pulled up so i can read my <laughs> intro oh hi i'm your other host brian dunaway and i think i have made a horrible mistake with the placement of that last bomb what do you mean i have to exit the plane i'm just talking about bomber man yeah of course you were of course you are bomb Shut well, your mouth. We got a lot to say about the Bomberman, uh, the nearly 100 games made with the name Bomberman on it, or at least some association here, here, with Bomberman. Here's Scott last week. Hey, Brian. Yeah. Yeah, Scott. We should do Bomberman. I'm like, cool, cool. What's there, like six, seven of those? I don't really remember. I didn't play a lot of Bomberman back in the day. Yeah. Cool. Let's yeah. dive in. Yeah. Yeah. And then. and then I'm in trouble. And, yeah. And then you found out there was a whole, like, uh, there was a whole sea <laughs> behind that seawall, and there's a ton of it. And I ended up playing. Well, I didn't play a hundred games, but I pl- I played at least fifteen, sixteen Bomberman. That's uh, pretty impressive, and yeah. I, I know some of them are you know a lot of the same stuff, but there's a lot of variations. Really. Yeah, more than you'd we think. Won't. Yeah, and you're yeah. gonna be you're gonna be a little surprised by because everyone thinks oh Bomberman that's just multiplayer. You'll be surprised how much <laughs> I love the single player stuff in all these games. That that was my favorite part of this stuff, and I played some multiplayer as well, but. And it's great. Don't get me wrong. One of the greatest party games ever made. But there's some single player shit I am going to get into today, and it's going to blow your mind. All right? They have found. Wait, a- wait. It's going to blow my mind. Like you're going to set a bomb next to me, 
walk away. Yep. And then vertical and horizontal explosions are going to happen. Yeah. And, and then I'm going to I'm going to hide behind the wrong rock and realize that I put a bomb <laughs> there also and then die. So. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Many times this past week. I have I have locked myself into a corner. Yeah, I'm like, dude. I'm just gonna run through this bomb. We're like, oh no! No, it happens Dang. all the time. God it's man. it's the point of the game. I understand. You know, the core gameplay yes, has always is. been there to do that to you, and uh, it is. It's surprising sometimes. So some because some of these single player experiences were designed to, you know, if you blew yourself up, you could keep going and working on what you were on. But right. most of them, especially the 16 bit era stuff. You start your ass over. <laughs> you don't go, you don't like half the board's cleared. Nope. You start over and clear the board again. And you don't have any yeah. enhancements or like power ups or anything yet. I you do serious. it over. Yeah. It's pretty serious stuff. Wow. We'll we must be that. pretty hot on bar, man. We don't usually start out our show by talking about the thing we're going to be talking about. Usually we talk about the things we've been doing that week. So that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it is kind of amazing. I actually that's will tell you lot. real quick this week. I, I, it feels like a lot of my gaming has been retro fueled since we started this show. And for good or for ill, I just have been so all in on not just retro games, but games that are new today that that harken back to that stuff. And, you know, somebody might say, well, Scott, do you just mean like pixel graphics and stuff? No, I don't mean that. I mean, like, that's part of it. The aesthetic is certainly there. But in a lot of cases, just like simple mechanical gameplay of of yesteryear. And sometimes it's like difficulty of yesteryear, which is a lot harder than it is these days. Some of that stuff's been very attractive to me. For example... Uh, I played a whole bunch of Super Mega Baseball 3, which ironically just showed up on Game Pass. So you have no reason not to play it now. If you if you like baseball. I and, like baseball. But you prefer not to be like a sim, you know, where it's like super serious and everything's accurate and teams are all have real names and stuff like if you don't want if you don't okay. care about that stuff. I like baseball as an arcade game. There, uh, there. That's what I mean. That's a way better yeah. way of saying what I'm what I was trying to say. <laughs> Super Mega Baseball Three, like two and one before it, are definitely that. They're they're arcadey as hell, really right. fun, um, goofy as hell. They got crazy names for teams and stuff. I I love that fake team stuff back in the day. That was never a problem right. for me. But it has some of the best batting and pitching mechanics of any baseball game, sim simulation or not. So I played a ton of that. I just need to know one thing to know whether oh. I play this or not. How oh. big are their heads in relation to their bodies? <laughs> they're they're bigger than human regular humans, but okay, okay, okay. but as they're not the too crazy. Is, it's not too crazy. Right. The, the larger the noggin, the more likely I am to play it. Oh well, then you're going to love it because all their heads are bigger than they should be. Oh, perfect. There may perfect. even be a mode to make their heads even larger than they are, but it's definitely oh. in that vein of like you know the NBA Jam, NFL Blitz, NHL Hits sort right. of era of, of that sort of thing, but they're real games of baseball. It's nine innings. You know, you're trying to hit home runs and get bases loaded and runners on base and all that. And there's a, you know, there's a whole fielding mechanic to the whole thing, but it just feels really good and really straddles perfectly. I think that line of like, I want to play serious baseball, but I don't want to be so serious about it. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's a, it's a video. It's a gamers video game. So even if you don't like sports games, you'd still have a good time with this, I think. Uh, and then that, in addition to every bomber ga- Bomberman game it felt like ever made. Oh, look at you, Hardball 94. What do you got? The, what you, that's not the best baseball game on the Genesis, I'm afraid. I hate to tell you. No, it's not. But I, I still, I appreciate I appreciate this game. I haven't played it yet. It's okay. But uh, it came in with the, uh, the hockey... The hockey. So the hockey we're going to do that. Yeah. We're going to give that. We got this Madden, of course, too. So yeah, a little more sports ball coming in our future. These are probably 
since these are like 16, oh no, this is since these are older, they they they're a little more fun. Yeah, I know. I love the I my preferred hockey, football, all that stuff was back in the 16-bit days, 100%. Including Madden, I just thought Madden was more fun. When it started to get real simmy, it bores me. But when you're just like I'm Hail Mary to that pixelated dude. It's more fun. <laughs> anyway, Brian, you've been uh, in cable hell. Tell me why that's going on. I've been in cable hell, Scott. Okay, so you you may be picking up some old consoles like me. I'm not sure if you've been looking. You've mostly been trying to work on that arcade machine. I'm not sure if you really focus on the console stuff, but I have not, been. Not so you much. I'm, I'm not that. Con- I don't yeah. want to get a bunch of. Here's where Brian and I are different. I would love to have all my little all my console hardware back or to pick up right. some again. If somebody's got an old Genesis or something, hook me up, let me know. But I don't um I don't want to get into this TV business you're in because it all weighs too much and are huge and lame and eat power like crazy and are hard to maintain and move. So I don't want TVs. I'm fine with LEDs and LCDs and being able to hook that stuff up with like, you know, co- cable converters and junk like that. Well, so. good good news, uh, patron supporters. Uh, I've I've uh, acquired a Sony thirty six inch Vega uh, Triniton, and I have decided that my small in home office has now just so full of stuff. Mm. <laughs> I can't I can't move in here. So we're gonna take the garage, and we're gonna we don't ever park in our garage. We live in the south. There's no you know there's not a lot of reason to park in our garage, uh, and so. I'm going to gut it and I'm going to film the process. I'm going to gut it all out and I'm going to set up a nice new studio throughout this year. I'm going to be taking all the support money that I get from Twitch and the Patreon stuff and everything. Yeah. I'm going to pour it into that studio yeah. and I'm going to make some places uh, to do some cool stuff. Yeah, there's the, there's uh, there's that, that Sony Vega looks like right there. It's going to be huge. 36 inches, yeah. almost 300 pounds worth of CRT. So we're going to see oh how that is. I'm going to get my light guns out. Uh, and we're going to, we're going to have some fun with that, uh, later this year. So that's I have my, no, I have no out. nostalgia for giant heavy monitors because I actually really appreciate the technology and how it's matured and now where we are it's to the point that I, I just can't freaking bother with it. I'd rather have an led with a good shader. That's it. Right. You can't, and see, I'm kind of like, yeah. and, and so we're good. We're good friends. If we lived across the road from each other, which we need to, you'd have your arcade set up with your arcade machines. You'd probably fill your garage full of arcade. Sure. And I'd have you come over my house and we'd have a retro, you know, console area. And that's what we would do. Here's what uh, we do. So we buy some land in South Carolina. We, we take yeah. an old warehouse that some used to have, land. you know, I don't know, uh, Mexican dildos in it or whatever it used to house. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I got so specific there. I'm sorry. I don't, you probably have a lot better chance of finding used tire storage. That's usually That's what we what have you around. Want. Yeah. Of those. Yeah, yeah. Let's yeah, get yeah. those out of there before they catch on fire and burn half the city down. And then we load it. Right, we right. just make an amazing, you know, 4,000 square foot freaking arcade retro console, a uh, bunch of MAME emulating machines doing stuff. Yes. Food, soda until you die. Oh, my God. Look, I keep hearing everybody complain about the CRT weights. I've already thought about this for the new studio. Everything's going to be on wheels. So it's going to be lifted. I've, I've got a nice hand truck. I'm going to get some things that are for lifting. Mm-hmm. I'm not going ex- to I'm not going to spend any energy. I'm going to work smart like a grown-up and not some teenager who was trying to get his friends to move, you know, a 36-inch TV up to his upstairs apartment. No, I'm a grown I'm a grown man. You we're going to do this safely. You're going to do it the safe and way. And we're going to sure. put all these things on wheels and it's going to be it's going to be super easy to move around. 
Uh, you have already whatever you stuff. do anyway, though, whatever you lift. If you do lift yeah. anything, use your legs. Use your you know do yes. that the health thing like they always. No, tell I'm you. not using my legs. I'm going to use the legs of. <laughs> Yeah, get the boy of in other there. people. Yeah, get other people to do Crazy. it. So here's the right. here's my other question. You call it? What do you call this TV? What is the model? What do you call it it's again? A, uh, it's a Sony Trinitron. Uh, it's Trinitron. It's I thought it was a Trinitron. Trinitron. Is it Trinitron or Triniton? It's Trinitron. I do sometimes say it too fast and say Triniton, but it's not. It's Trinitron. Is so it there's, Peloton there's a, or there's Peloton? A <laughs> there's a Tron. At, there's a Tron at the end of that. Yeah. Sometimes I skip it. And I gotcha. it is it's pronounced Vega even though it's spelled Vega. So, yeah. Okay, but back it's, in uh, the back in the uh when when uh, that that new uh Tron movie came out, did you call it Ton Legacy? Ton Legacy? If if I felt like it. Okay. All right, you're allowed. You should do whatever you want to do. I think that's totally fine. But uh anyway. But back to my cabling yeah, situation. Back to your I cable. Gotta, I, yeah. I got some I got some S video cables because all my new TVs, my CRTs all have S video and uh, component and I'm plugging in look it's looking really good. I'm liking that. And I also forgot something that my Wii, my original Wii, Wii. Uh, has the ability to accept GameCube games. And I just realized it while I was t- while I was messing with the GameCube and I was like I, I think I can remember you can put these oh, little yeah. discs in the Wii. Yeah, it was and that backwards was a big compatible. risk for me cuz I was I was going to look it up. I'm like let me I better go look and make sure that's true. Because, you know, the discs are like small discs, but mm-hmm. then it's the little slide slot. So you got this slide slot in there. I was thinking, if I put this little teeny disc in there. <laughs> Is it ever coming out? Yeah. No, we did the, we did the it, same. It that's, how, that's how I'm we sure. played um, Smash Brothers. What's the GameCube Smash Brothers? Whatever that was. The one where they never patched it and, yeah. and Kirby's Q, the best. QB Brothers. QB I don't know. Brothers, whatever really the hell they called the cube, it. Smash they? Brothers Jr. Nope. Smash Brothers Ultimate. Ult- no. Whatever it was. Anyway, we wanted to keep playing that. The kids did. So we yeah. moved it from, we took that little tiny disc because we were told you could. And I remember it was scary the first time. And you just slide yeah. that into your Wii and the Wii goes, nom, 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 nom. And play it. You, go, you, re- you do the reading and it's like, oh, the first generation, if you looked up the, the number correctly, will accept the disc. And I'm like, oh, God, I think I did all my homework. Yeah. And I go stick it in there. And it's just like, oh, please, because I only got like one Metroid Prime. <laughs> and it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so I was just showing the chat room a bunch of component cables. Um, yeah, and you guys, I have a you guys, cable from my Wii. Yeah, and you should. And you guys in the chat, you've forgotten what it used to be like. Not that long ago, before HDMI, and that was all standardized. HDMI changed your lives. Okay, we all felt yes. the change. It's an amazing change. But in the day, if you wanted fidelity in the 480p range. Yeah, you, you went component, baby. That was how you did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's such a huge difference between co- composite and component. And even S video, S video, I've got S video. It's got some great clarity on this Sharp TV I have right now. There's not a lot of difference between the S video and the component. Component should give me a little bit better color reproduction, but on the Sharp TV I got, mm, I'm not really going to notice it. Yeah. Uh, there they are. There's all the composite. That's shit. Yep, they're the look, worst. Don't look at that. It's the that's, worst. That's it, desperation. It's desperation. You're right. Is. That's like a sw- that's like going. You know what? I need to dance with somebody. I'll take the sweaty hobo. Don't take the sweaty right. hobo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you're over and if you're overseas, you may be looking at the scarts, right? I don't, I don't, we don't have any TVs that accept scarts. We'd have to have a converter and everything else, but yeah, there's a lot of better formats than composite. Well, way. Yeah. Many. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Uh, busy cables, busy, busy world. Everyone. Man, but that's I, The whole reason why I was wanting to bring all that up. I didn't mean get all this side tangent, but the whole reason why I was bringing that up is because you can get a GameCube 
you can pick up one, a GameCube, for about $100. And that's a GameCube, a game, and probably a controller, maybe even two. But then all the component cables are like 60 bucks. Yeah, they're 60, outrageous. 70 bucks. Yeah. And you have and, to wait forever. And it's like, please, will you please? Yeah, you and those cables. TVs you keep getting off the guy who steals them and puts them in his trunk and drives to your place, that guy. He's going to yeah. run out eventually because they don't make CRTs anymore, and you're going to have no. to. You're just going to have to suck it up and play with a crap monitor. You know, I don't yeah, know how you're going to do. I'm sure there's component to HDMI converters, right? There has to be. There, oh, there is, and oh my god, you want to get? Okay, I'm getting way off track. I don't know. Maybe you guys love it. You let let us know. Play retro show at gmail.com do you want to hear more tech talk because i've got a lot of tech talk and we can also do it in our discord server yeah. uh but we have a, we i've, have I've started yeah. i've started looking at things like okay well i want to split this off because i want to see it on my crt but i also want to capture it so i'm going to need to have some way to send s video i got to split it and you can't just split s video because the, the video degrades quickly right so you have to have you have to have some boosters and if that is that booster a good booster i don't know there's a there's a large component that does all of this stuff for you that's expensive. Yeah. So I'm just having to make decisions. I'm having there's, to make a lot there's plenty of decisions. Of, uh, there's, there's some cool Chinese stuff you can put in between things that will do everything from like, uh, oh, what was it called? Not Elkhart. Uh, that weird European connection. I forgot the name. Escart. Escart, that's it. Escart. Uh, plus every other kind of thing. And you can take that whole schmear and make it work. And it's expensive, though. People that are into yeah. that stuff are going to pay out their bung their bunghole for it. <laughs> and you know what the worst part is? What you know what the pers- the worst part is? I'm doing most of this for the streaming, right? Yeah. And but at the end of the day, what I see doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. I matter. mean, because it's important to me, but is it really that important? No. I don't know. Because, no, yeah. it's not. It turns out it's not. I'm telling you right now, it's not. It's, but it's, I appreciate your adherence to to the originalness of everything. And trying to yes. like live in that moment in a modern, you know, in a modern time, but bring it yes. back in that way. I respect that. I support it. I think that's great. So don't change, Brian. Unless I you're, I can't change even if I wanted to. Unless you're wearing like a, I don't know, a bunny suit, then change. Please change. I don't know. What, what that if means. I wear both? Then you're screwed. Hi. Shall we play a game? Yes, we shall. Uh, that's a long intro. I should shorten it. Um, so look at this. Check this out. We're doing Bomberman. You may have gotten the hint earlier that we're going to talk about Bomberman today. And I'm very excited to do so, mostly because, as it turns out, I'm a bigger Bomberman fan than I gave myself credit for. I've always enjoyed Bomberman. I've always thought it was great. It was always something I look forward to. Um multiplayer single player all that stuff but i don't think i really knew quite how into it i am until this week because the core gameplay of all the bomberman games and they all share at least some of that dna uh is still incredibly um compelling for me as a gameplay loop um starting on a grid full of blockage a bunch of creatures i gotta try to kill hidden power-ups inside blocks I need to blow up, trying not to kill myself, but also getting lucky and killing two of them at once. And, some, you know, just the, the intensity of, like, not wanting to screw up, but also clearing that level, getting the hell out of there, getting to a boss after three or four levels. That, that loop, I have missed that, like, more than I thought I was going to miss it, and I went hard these this week. Yes. Like, really, really hard down the path. Right now, what you're looking at on screen, chat, uh, people at home won't be able to see this, but 
the Sega Saturn version of the game, which we'll talk about in more detail later and kind of where it stacks up with the rest of the games. Uh, I know we're watching the cartoon intro, which yeah. is amazing because remember, this is Saturn. So we have our CD. We have our multimedia yeah. playing. Yeah. The only downside is they, they still shrunk the video a little bit because those devices still weren't like this isn't full. Yeah, they were full, 40 at least yeah. well, if they're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. So it was it was, you know, Sonic CD did this on the Sega CD a little bit. It had a weird anime intro. This thing's basically got mm-hmm. that. <laughs> Look at that turd looking earth thing anyway it's it's blowing up like a big old bomb fart so this thing had a cool intro it was unusual in that way but that's just one of nearly 100 games 100 games now i didn't play all those this week and i can't find a hard number because it is so difficult to count every Bomberman instance that was released in every location around the world and mm-hmm. which ones count as just one and which ones count as two. So yeah. it's really difficult. It's very hard. And here's the other thing. There were some that were direct sequels to some. Some were like one-offs only in Japan and we never heard of them over here. There were uh, some stuff that happened here we never saw over there. There were some games that were Hudson Soft making essentially a Bomberman game but naming it something else because they branded it for somebody else. Like it's a weird, it's a weird twisted path. We'll get to all of that in a second. But here are the basics: the way that Bomberman worked. Uh, if you didn't get it from most of what I just described, you have uh, two things going on. Mostly, you have this top-down view. In the past, they were all pixelated. There's you know plenty of versions of the game, uh, including the most recent version that are all you know polygonal and modern and stuff. We'll talk about those uh, as well today because I think there's an important discussion to be had about where the games ended up. But anyway, they consisted of really two main modes of play, single-player campaigns. You had to defeat enemies, clear levels. A lot of times that meant revealing a key or a set of keys or destroying some structures that would then open up a gateway or door for you to go through. Lots of variations on that stuff, um, including a, a mechanical change that happened with the Sega Genesis version called Mega Mega Bomberman, I guess right. named for the Mega Mega Drive. They, they they like to name their Bombermans after the systems they were being put on. And this is on the on the Mega Drive, so it was called the Mega Bomberman. Yeah, but a, you know, a reminder for those who may not be aware of this, I don't know who you'd be, but it was called the Mega Drive in Europe and in Japan. Here it was called the Genesis because I don't know why. We're going to find out one day and do a whole episode on that. But Yeah, we need anyway. to Oh, the naming conventions of the consoles has been on our list of things to get right Nothing has made me feel more part that this is a full world than playing retro games because the digging around of all the different markets through the, through the world, it's, it's really connected me with my gamer friends in other countries. Oh, yeah. That, that being able to suss that stuff out and, and figure out why they used to do it the way they used to do it, but then look at it today. They'd never do this today. You'd never launch no. a new console and go, well, in Japan, it's called this, but here we'll call it. They don't do that anymore because why? Because we have the internet. We're all connected, man. Everybody knows <laughs> right. each other. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to go for that. That'd be dumb. Yeah. So they still do that with some movies and stuff, but that's usually cultural stuff. Um, we'll, we'll, again, we'll get into it at some point. The, the games that I will probably mention the most today will end up being this Saturn game. Super Bomberman 2 for the SNES, Bomberman 93 for the Turbo Graphics or PC Engine in Japan, again another weird name thing. Uh Mega Bomber or Mega Bomberman rather for Genesis and then Bomberman R, which is the latest release 2017, uh that is on PC, Switch, modern consoles, all of that. There's also a newer one, 2021's 
Bomberman R Online, which right. is That's like the most recent thing. And yeah, those have all been getting mixed reviews, right? Oh, very mixed. Um, and I can tell you yeah. exactly why in, in a couple of cases. I actually think that R is underappreciated for its single player is very good. The boss fights are amazing. Um, now, does that have uh, does that have the the God Bomber? Is that is that the final boss on that one? Uh, I don't remember, remember the final. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not there yet. I'm pl- actually playing it because it ended up going on sale. Well, so it's normally thirty nine bucks, uh, which might be a bit much for what the package is um, on Steam. But they had a Steam sale yesterday, and it went down to seven bucks. I'm like, well, I'm getting that, so I went and grabbed it yeah. and played the hell out of it last night. And it's a good Bomberman game. The single player stuff's great. I haven't played anybody multiplayer on it, but those are always kind of the same and great. Like they're not going to get, you know, they're not going to get worse in multiplayer necessarily. I did play the online one, which is free, by the way, free to play. Okay. Right, and that right. online one lets you, it's basically Tetris 99 for Bomberman. It's a battle okay. royale. So you go in there with 64 people and you're on different grids. You're not 64 people on one grid. It's 64 people spread out through a number of grids and you fight for a little while, try to kill each other. And after a timer ends, all of the uh, killing stops. You can't kill each other. You can still run around, but gateways open on the left, right, top and bottom. And then you can take off between these, these rounds up or down side to side and you'll, you, or you can stay, but either way, you're going to either join some players that are over here or you're going to stay here with some players and then the next round starts and you and you know we're picking them off one by one until you are really on one grid and the and the remaining you know six people are there and then they fight until one wins so it's a battle royale and it's fine it's okay yeah. and it's and it's still top down it's not isometric or nothing like that right we it's only- isometric slightly um slightly in the same way that you know i mean they're all none of them are truly top down like direct right. top down so even this one right here the saturn game this this isometric top down view combination right. that's that's what the new ones are too it, as long as the only thing that's missing uh, is like the bottom of my shoes when you get along the top row of these grids as long as i'm only missing the bottom of my player's shoes and then if i'm in the bottom row if, as long as my head isn't getting cut off very much because when it goes beyond that it gets very frustrating and i've played some of the other ones that were more truly isometric where they're like leaned out mm-hmm. and it's, you can't see where your guy's at. And that's frustrating. Yeah. So this one right here, R, which I'm showing now is the more modern one. And in the single player, it does zoom in quite a bit because it's more, mm-hmm. you know, the story shit going on. Um, but in the, in the, uh, in the R online thing and all that, they see, so you can see all these little grids to the side. Those are people running around in those. Right. Those um, are the other levels the you're going to eventually merge into, right? Yeah, you're eventually going to knock enough people out that you all end up in the same place. Um, right, you're getting brackets. You're but, bracketed. So they, but they keep essentially, the multiplayer view is essentially what the old school stuff is. Um, right. And, uh, and that's, where, that's yeah. where I think Barman, Barman has tried to deviate away from its original formula all the way back from 80, what, 85? That's what most of us think about it from the NES. Uh, anytime it gets outside of that, it it does it it fails for me. It this is bar man. It doesn't to, it doesn't to me. Um well, I mean top down, yes. I agree with that. Like I you essentially right. don't put don't give me third person like behind the back freaking shooter bomber man. I have no mm-hmm. interest in that. Um I think that you have to have this perspective for it to to be the fun bomber man thing that we all think of. Um right. however, this is what I discovered and when I, why I'm so shocked by it. I didn't expect to love the single player stuff as much as I have. Um, in right. all, in all cases, like I really love the campaigns in the Saturn Bomberman, Super Bomberman two for the SNES Bomberman 93 is a great 
has a great, very simple campaign, but a fun one. Um, and that's the Turbo yeah. Graphics one, which is our PC engine. And that's the one that Hudson Soft uh, actually developed, right, with NEC. Yes, that's, that's correct. Console. Yeah, and as far as I know, um, that's a really good question. I don't know. Like they were, Hudson Soft is a weird company because they made a lot of games, not just these. Um, right. They made a lot of games, especially in the 16-bit era. So there's always something on the, on you know, some RPG by them or some, you know, Final Fantasy-like game or something. Uh, they made a lot they of different Nintendo games. They love Nintendo and Nintendo loved, loved them. Loved them until they sold themselves to Konami and Konami doesn't seem to love anyone. <laughs> we'll get to that later. Especially Hudson. Yeah, it's unfortunate because, yeah. uh, well, whatever. Uh, I think it's not as... Being a Konami property isn't isn't a death knell, but they're I, they're kind of. But poopy. you can be on the wrong side of the Konami. Yeah, you. Yes, you know what? It's like a tsunami. Konami is what that's. that's yeah, like. it's bad. Uh, but anyway, we'll get to all that stuff uh, here in a minute. Um, but the idea is that you do the strategic overhead bomb thing, and if it's with other players, then you do it in a very rapid, crazy, you know, try to eliminate each other, blow each other up kind of way. Um, very fun, easy to get into hard to master so much fun screwing with your friends and your family it's an amazing multiplayer experience to this day on all of these versions they're all really fun multiplayer i played some with my daughter uh on multiple versions and we had a blast like laughing i'm loving it cheesing on each other and just you know giving each other shit for being bad at the game, that kind of thing. Yeah. And um, everybody's bad. Well, I don't know. I've, well, I'll take that back. I just put the video in there. There's this one guy. He was the gold bomber man. And I think they were playing the Saturn version and it was a YouTube video and he was freaking amazing. He was destroying the competition. Yeah. But most people I played against is like you said, it's like, um, it's easy to play, but really hard to master. Uh, you can, I, I constantly doing stupid stuff. I'm like, I think I got a pattern down, mm-hmm. but you're watching a lot of things going on on the, below and different areas of the screen. You don't yep. pay attention. Yep. You lay the bomb down and suddenly you realize, uh oh, now I've trapped myself. I'm screwed. Yeah. Um, There's some randomness there too because sometimes, or when, yeah. well, not sometimes. Every one of the games I played, I confirm this in every case. When they start over after you've died or something, especially in multiplayer or in uh, single player. They right. randomize where the blow upable stuff is. So yeah, they creatures do. start they a different because, place and barrels are in a different place. Yeah. It's really weird. And in different versions, uh I, I don't like these versions. I'll tell you which ones I don't like. I don't like the ones where you have to blow up uh the blocks to find the exit. I prefer the ones where you have to blow up like towers and then uh you just leave the area. I prefer that type. Ooh, I don't let me, like tra- let me tell you about a little game called Saturn Bomberman then, because that yes. is the bomb that way. <laughs> no no yeah, pun intended. Um no, I'm I'm with you. Like the hiding the exit sucks. Although yeah. I you know, you may as well for me, because I blow up every barrel because I want every power up that's there. True, um, true. Because when I get to that boss fight, if I've still got all my bombs with me. I can rip people's buttholes. See, open. maybe that's the difference. I never make it to the boss fight. <laughs> oh, you got to get to these I, boss fights. I've never. They're so good. I've I played just about every. Uh, I played most of the ones you played today, uh, up to the first boss fight. I fought for a little bit, quit, and went. Okay, let's try the next one. Yeah. And so I kind of robbed myself of that. But I I never really played Bomberman much. You also had a very busy week, and it's understandable that a you didn't very have the busy time week, I had. But that's yeah. okay. I didn't realize what we were undertaking because there's just been. If there's been one bummer, man, I probably could have done it. Yeah, if it was one game, sure. Like, here's a yeah, this boss fight on the it. video is about to start. I actually did this one. The, the little rocket on top of this castle comes and lands and kills these guys you think you're fighting. 
they're out of there. And then they, uh, then it turns into a giant robot and you fight that. And there's tons of fights like this and it's all amazing. Um, in fact, just to give credit where it's due, the single player in R, the 2017 R, I don't know what R stands for. It's weird. Um, the, Rocket. The, uh, <laughs> I don't know what really? it is. Ro- ro- I have no idea. I don't know what R means. Yeah, I don't either. You, you think it's the R type? I don't know. There's usually there's a there is isn't it Japanese? Isn't it kind of like a like we do with X? It's oh. like oh, it makes it cooler if you make oh, it X. if it's I an X, know. or maybe it's like S rank the way we do S rank. Man, no, that's a good question. We're talking like like somebody on the internet doesn't know. Yeah, somebody <laughs> somewhere knows why R is important. But anyway, the point so, is somebody somebody is screaming at the at the at your radio right now. Yeah, the important thing is though, uh, the bosses or was it, what was my point? Um, oh, oh, I was going to say about the new one. The single player has amazing boss fights. They're really dynamic and cool, okay. and doable. Tricky at first, and you're like, wait a minute, I got to understand this pattern. Well, right like, now it looks like you're, it looks like this guy is fighting a house with a Furby on top of it. Is yeah, it's that, a big robot house. Sum it up. It's weird. It's okay. a very weird boss fight, but fun and difficult and tricky and blah. Um, I really like the bosses. You got to play more single player then, because there there's some really good stuff on, especially the Saturn version. It's very good. Anyway, uh, uh, what was I going to say? So there are close to a hundred of these things. Now we're not going to go down and, and talk about every game. We're never going to do that when there's tons of something. Um, but there's a list out there. If anyone ever wanted to see what they were uh, or what those games are, there's, there's also a list on this same listing. Like Wikipedia's got a great list where they talk about every game, but they also list um, games that were rip off, not rip offs, games that are inspired by. Is that a way of putting it? There you go. Is think, it is it a true clone or just inspired by um, something that has similar vibes, or is it a true? Uh, uh, where you're blowing stuff up with bombs, yeah, with just different characters, yeah, and there and exactly, and there's and I found one this week that I cannot wait to recommend to everybody out there mm. listening. Before we go much further, though, let's play a little audio from these. Here is your uh, Bomberman '93 on the Turbo Graphics slash PC Engine. All right, so this was my this was probably the first Bomberman game I played actually, and I did it at a store, and it was probably Toys R Us or something. So when the Turbo Graphics actually showed up. And I was like, got to check this out. And I played this game. Uh, very. We get some bombs going here. Oh, here you go. Yeah. It's still very good. 93 holds up. It's a good game. Is that 93? Yeah. I love this. And that's the thing about Bar Man. You have a wide. Uh, a wide variety of this music rocks on this Barman game, mm-hmm. and then others. There's like, there's nothing here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just, You're totally right. It's weird. Like the old NES stuff's not, not that great. Also, the weird little sound right. he made when he walked on the older games. Terrible, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> they got rid of that, thankfully. But um, here's uh, to contrast that. Here's your SNES version of their greatest Bomberman, which I believe is Super Bomberman Two. Three is fine, but it didn't do anything better than two did. Right. Uh, one is. Eh, passable two is great and here's that oh yeah that is delicious this is the one that we all this is the one everybody played the most of like ah. this thing got all the four player kit, uh, living room time it's so, so buttery it is buttery That ch- the sound chip in that thing was buttery yeah that's a good way of putting it it's kind of lubed mm. you know yeah. Lubed up sounds. 
As opposed which to one was that know, one? That was two. This is two on the SNES, yeah. Very jaunty, very well animated. The sprites are among the best they ever did. I think it was a very good game. This game is this close to number one for me of all the ones I played. It's like a hair away from number one. Number yeah, one is the Saturn I, game, but this close. I I peeked in on Barman too, and I there was something just a little bit better about the pacing for me on the Mega Bomberman. I was very close. I, I I couldn't decide which, but I really felt like maybe the pacing was working better for me on the Mega, and of course the Saturn was the best. No, no, it was amazing. Agreed. You know, you had uh, you could do ten players. That was unheard of on the that Saturn. Was, Okay, I got. I got to ask about that. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Okay, I actually, so, I actually played see, it once, so I can answer every question you have. So right, 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 right. So, okay, so here we go. So we got our, um, we got, we got, we got our ten player game, right? Yeah. Where, where do, you, where do you live? Because I don't know if I could fit ten people <laughs> in a room. We had, so we I had am. a group of friends who all went right. to some guy's house, and it was my Saturn. His, no, no, wait. His Saturn, his game, but I brought the multi taps. Yeah. So, oh, we got a multi-tap that baby. So did you go in there and like smack and go, multi-tap this thing. Yeah. I, I think so. I mean, we were, we were, man, two, we were in two, heaven. Two ports for the Saturn? Uh, right? Two games. One was Japan only. One was uh, this one. Saturn Bomberman. Was no, no, the, no. I meant I mean the uh, the controller. Oh, oh, oh uh, I think I meant ports of sorry. Bomberman. Um, yeah. Yes. Two, there were two, I think. And so you'd have two. to have two, you'd have to have two multi-taps. Two multi-taps that would, that would do five people per plug right. or per um yeah, so one plug per per tap, and then the tap split out to five. Right. And then and did you have the yeah. did you have the uh, barman branded multi tap? Uh, or or was no. it just plain old gross looking well, Saturn? That's a really look. good question. I don't remember where we got those. I went down a rabbit hole with some uh, with some multi taps, by the way. And I gotta say, okay, so you you took the multi taps, yeah. and uh, you hooked it up. And did you get ten full players on there? Oh yeah, hell yeah, it was great. Huh? Yeah, it was amazing. Did, I've did, never played anything like bring, that. Did everybody bring their own controller? Um, not everybody, but we had enough. Somehow we had ten. I don't remember how we got them all. I think that guy had four or two, and I had two. I brought right. two for sure. Four, then, four is a reasonable amount of uh, controllers to have for most people. Yeah, and those controllers, yeah. if I remember right, were like twenty bucks. Um, yeah, and that you know bad. wasn't outrageous or anything. But I remember, no. I remember thinking that uh, I'd never seen anything quite as cool as twenty. I'm sorry, 10 people playing a single game on a single screen ever again. And I think I, I may have been right. That's question. How, how, big was that, how big was that TV? Because I get annoyed when I play a split screen game with somebody. I'm like, I, I can't see anything. On well, this in this case, TV. you're you're not, you're never split. You're just one, you know. Yes, it's one screen, one but screen. you're all, how big are you? Like little bitty people still? I mean, pretty small, but he was using a big projection TV, like a, what do you call oh, it? Okay. A, I don't know. What I got called. you. Projection so, screen so, TV. Yeah. yeah. So like it's the probably rear, rear rear projection. Like maybe, a, yes, and it was probably like forty okay. inch. You know, yeah. some, okay. whatever was cool then. His dad had money. We we didn't know. We didn't ask. God, I bet you that was a stank fest. Oh, oh yeah, dude. Bunch of dudes in there. Ten sweaty teenagers. Was your teenagers? No, time? we were in our twenties. We'd have been. Like oh God, 20, even worse. Was that ninety six? I think that game came out on there. So right. Something like half of you like had that. kids weren't taking care of yourselves. Oh yeah. <laughs> the stank. I know, right? So it was uh it was awesome though. And I think that's one of the things right. that puts it ahead. But I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say I think the single player is also superior to the other. And I really right. got into those this like I mentioned this week. The single player really won me over and got very addicting. Again, the SNES version, very close 
to my pick. Right. Because it's a fun campaign with these cool dynamite mechanics and like this these trippy switching mechanics and just stuff I didn't expect mm. it to have. And I also still think, I think the Sprite, I might actually like the Sprite and animation work in it better than the Saturn version. But the right. overall game experience on the Saturn, I think, is the better game, which is hilarious because the Saturn is, you know, kind of not a failed console, but nobody, nobody goes, it's, oh, man, the Saturn. Remember how awesome yeah. that is? No one does that. And so, yeah, you're right. The Saturn uh, was notoriously hard to uh, develop for as well. And so it was kind of surprising. But what? let me tell you something about Bomberman. Yeah. Bomberman goes where Bomberman wants to go. Bomberman's going to be ported to every freak. It is... I, now they don't port Doom, but they do seem to put it on everything because it seems to run on everything. But yeah. Bomberman, it seems like, oh, you got you got a device there. Yeah, let us figure out a way to put. Let's Bomberman. put Bomberman on it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the the other thing, I mean, the the sorry, the Saturn, it's notoriously hard to work or uh, build with or work with. Was not. Yeah. Uh, was mostly when it came to 3D games because here's the problem: Sony didn't know, or excuse me, Sega did not know that that generation, that next step generation after 16-bit, you know, Genesis, Sega CD, all of that, they didn't know that 3D was going to be the thing. As rudimentary yeah. as it was, the PlayStation and Sony did know this. Sega didn't plan for it. Now, the device no. was was capable enough to do some decent 3D, but very hard to develop for doing 3D games. Yeah. 2D games, I think that thing was built for 2D. Hmm. Um, 2D, 2D yeah. games. Some mm-hmm. of the like their fighting games, 2D uh, like shmup shooters, that kind of stuff. Still, some of the and best that's ever where, made. Yeah, that's where they really shine because they they always went pretty high on the processor. As a matter of fact, didn't they put? I, I think they had two processors in there. Is one of the the, the problems that created. I got to go back and study some more on the Saturn. By the way, this person who's playing Bomberman right now, yeah. way better than me. Oh, They're yeah, like clearing yeah. out whole areas with really well placed bombs. Yeah, if you're good at if you're good at like putting your bombs everywhere and you got like five extra bombs, you right. You play like this guy, then you're then you're not as cool as this guy. And those magnets, man, they really confuse me. But that's the thing about Bomberman. It always felt like Bomberman, even from its inception. It always seemed like it was the prototyping game. Mm -hmm. Like you would you would get a new piece of hardware and you go, okay, well let's use the simple mechanics of Bomberman, and let's see how we can uh, make it shine on the hardware. Because I don't think anybody was ever going, oh, we need another Bomberman. Yeah. Not about 2017 when we realized we hadn't seen it for almost 10 years. Right. But up until that point, <laughs> I don't think it, it wasn't really like people were clamoring for a Bomberman. It was just kind of like, well, you know, we have a simple game mechanic uh, and we can, you know, we can use some of these, re, some, reuse some of these elements and just uh, and just put it in there, and it'll sure. be good to go. That, People the love o, it. And we the, can o, the O seven game is the one that I mostly destroyed my kids in because they had we had a three sixty, and the console right. is a couple years old, and they sold a version for on Xbox Live Arcade, and I forgot the name of it, but it was like nine bucks is all. I remember this being cheap at the time, and right. we downloaded it, and it was this really. It didn't have a single player component, but it had this really good multiplayer, and we played that on the three sixty until our eyes bled. It was great. Loved it. Uh, I don't remember the name of it. I didn't play that this week because I couldn't find it. But oh, this boss oh, fight! No, how'd you not find it? I, if you go to archive.org, yeah, there is every. There's the. I won't say just every, but there is a ton of Bomberman in there. Uh, and of course, you got it. Oh, so Hudson pretty much resides in the time frame that we mostly review for, yeah. right? In yeah. the retro times, they sure. they pretty much existed entirely in there maybe a little bit after. So yeah, 
is kind of is does 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 Konami love Bomberman like uh, Hudson did? No, I don't think so. No, so I it, so it's on archive. It's unfortunate because uh, I think they could really do something cool. Yeah, uh, beyond what they've already done, which they've and, done plenty of cool things, but I just think there's an opportunity. Was, yeah. And how was Barman not Hudson Soft's uh, mascot? Why did they go with Bonk? What oh, a stupid, well, weird. I mean, Bonk. I care bonk, bonk was everybody thought your your mascot had to be a platformer. I think, and Bonk was right. one of those. I, I think there was probably something to that. Um, I kind of like Bonk. It's okay. You know, it's okay. It's not my favorite. It's game. No Bomberman. It's no Mario. You know, but right. yeah, Bomberman. But also, they were really Bomberman. The minute he could talk, boy, that got real, real stupid, real fast. So let me yeah. get, let me give you a, some. Let's go down Sound Road here a little bit. Here's your Mega Bomberman for the Genesis. Sounds very Genesis right here. Especially this next part. Oh, it's just got that dirty fart sound that the Genesis sound chip always had. That is not buttery. Yeah. That's like uh, that's like horseradish. And I appreciate it more now. You know, I actually yeah. like it. I actually kind of like the crusty sound of a Genesis. I don't know why. Yeah, it's kind of my thing. I like it. But it had, you know, that that was one of the big surprises here. I kind of thought back in the day, people were like schmooing all over the Genesis version. It was good. That, and yeah. so that single player campaign, very good. Yeah. Like surprisingly good. And it's they introduced a new. It's not as flashy as some of the other ones, but it's it's just, it's a good solid. Yeah. The gameplay game. is really solid. And my favorite part yeah. of it, I think, is they. Uh, they added a mechanic where you ride on a little creature. You can unlock yes, an egg. It was, and, uh, yeah. I think it was 93 on the NES, or which one was it? They, they started doing the mounts. Well, they're like, uh, there was like a term. It was kind of like a, come out like Joey or something, because it was like uh, oh, I oh, thought a it, mistranslation. I thought, I thought the Genesis version was the first with mounts. I might I'm, be right. Maybe might I'm be wrong. right. I might be wrong on that. But that, but that and the Saturn version both had the mounts. Uh, yeah. The Sony, or Sony, the uh, Nintendo version did not have them. Um, you but, can ride around now on the on the mouse. You showed some of it earlier, uh, definitely on the Saturn. So yeah, you could ride around on, uh, which I thought was, uh, I kind of liked it, mm-hmm. but I didn't really make much difference to me. Well, you did, did you know? You? Well, if you know you can jump with them, then it will make yes. a huge difference, right? Because you can jump yeah. over a block that's in your way and get out of a right. nasty situation. But it also acts as a second life or a skin. Because ah, if you get hit, see, I didn't think about that part. You're yeah. right. Because if you get That's hit, that thing dies, and then you still live. But if you get hit, right? Because it's like the tauntaun. You know, it dies, you get to live. Yeah, or or I yeah. mean, the ultimate tauntaun Yoshi, I guess. You know, Mario gets oh, to live. Oh, that's true. That's what they were day. trying to go after, right? They were like, "Oh, look, Yoshi was cool. Let's do this." Yeah, let's do this thing with. <laughs> he's not that cool. I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say he's kind of lame. <sighs> Whatever. We'll talk about Yoshi a different day. I have a lot to say about Yoshi. kind of sucks. Uh, here's your Bomberman for the... Uh, I'm going to start with some dialogue. The Saturn version had some ridiculous dialogue. Here's the opening with some bad guy stuff. Uh, here you go. The Penny Gang is trying to take over the world. Mr. Minnie has unleashed Draker, the legendary monster, and stolen the crystals that have sealed him in the tower. Now he's using Crater's evil power to conquer the world. All right, that's some doctor that's yes. like Dr. Wowie kind of guy trying to get you to do shit. It's fine. I'm down with it, though. It totally reminds me of like after school cartoons or Saturday morning cartoons. I totally felt the vibe. Yeah. And the Saturn version, man, the music was amazing. Here's a taste. Right. I've been playing this all week. No. 
is great, right? Now, the Saturn had some really good sound. They really, really stepped it up. Yeah, listen to this one. This boss fight, let me skip ahead a little. It's good stuff. I especially like this one because it's like, this is like crooner music. Right? <laughs> I hate that, that was. I hate that that system was so hard to program for. I mean, it just it just drove developers away from it, and I just I hate that because I really like what is there. The people yeah. who put in the effort, they really made some. Oh yeah, stuff. and don't so. forget, like again, if you were making a two D game, all the tools were there. If you're making three D, they weren't ready. The machine wasn't yeah, ready. So you're it's your fault. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it's the people's fault. Um, <laughs> I don't know what that means. All right, there's uh, this other part I really like. Uh, if I can find it, here we go. I like what it sounds like when you start. I mean, that's not it. This one right here. That's good. Oh, that is so good. It gets you jazzed. Yeah, it gets me I'm going. jacked up now. Yeah, I loved it. Made me want to start, you know? Yeah. Uh, here's some sound from the game. It's just a more airy kind of, you know, bomb sound, like more real bombs. Just had atmosphere to it. Oh, that Saturn game's great. I'm I'm a big fan of like when that CD CD change happened in games. Sega CD first, and everybody else after. I liked what that did to everything. It made everything oh seem God. classier C- and better. CDs, yeah, CDs just made audio. It was made for audio, so yeah. of course, every everything audio wise just went to a million. It was just so much better. Yeah, and I love me. Don't get me wrong. I love me some 16-bit, 8-bit music, retro, oh. chip tune, whatever. But It has its place. Yeah, there's something about that. Um, okay, now we're going to talk about the new thing. Came out this last, well, this this update came out last year, but 2017 is really the game because it's got the single-player component, and it starts with this. You, you who dwell in darkness, you who begrudge the light, awaken, for I now bestow upon you an opportunity for revenge. All right, real dumb, right? Super dumb. I'm down with it because it kind of goes back to the origins of Bomberman, a, a, a robot underground mm-hmm. uh, trying to work his way to the surface to become uh, a runner he, to a human. Yep. So that sounds like it harkens back to that. It does. It absolutely does. They get into the lore more, maybe. But then they have dialogue like this, and it makes you want to kill yourself. So listen to this. Planet Bomber. The home of the Bomberman brothers. Eight righteous robotic life forms devoted to keeping the universe a safe place. Day and night, they train diligently. Hey! I told you all to come to today's training. Why weren't any of you there? It's it's bad. Ouch. That hurts my feelings. And I also love it because it kind of feels like it acknowledges that it is retro of some sort. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's, Bomber Planet with Bomber uh, Bomber Brothers. Oh, my God. 
Do, won't you just go kiss Nintendo? Yeah, kiss them on the lips, the Bomber Brothers. Uh, Sir John Card in the chat says the downside of those CD systems were the janky FMV and video games. I don't think that's a, that's not a downside. That's just the best we could produce when it came to video yeah. compression. And, but you're right; they shouldn't have probably done it because FM because video we were not ready for videos on CDs. There's just not enough storage there. It's yeah. the perfect size for audio, but not for video. Yeah, it's different yeah. now. You know, Blu-ray sized forty gigabyte discs are fine yeah. for content like this, but but back then, you know, you just mm. they they're just the storage medium. They had nothing to do with how right. well the video looked. They they actually so made it possible it, to play video at all. I guess that's the deal. Right. Yeah. Anyway. So did you ever wreck? Did you you played uh, uh, Load Runner, right? Yeah, I loved Load Runner. Although I'm Load Runner keeps Load Runner gets brought up a lot as a as a forerunner to this. But isn't there some other connection? There's some connection to Bomberman directly. Oh, yeah. Right. So yeah, Load Runner 1984 for the NES. Um, this is actually how they made the first Bomberman for 1983 for home com- computers. Mm. Uh, they took assets from a uh, load runner, also a Hudson soft. Yeah. Uh, and they used the enemy from that and turned him into the protagonist in Bomberman. Uh, and that's where we got him from. So that's the reason why he looks the same. And so that's the reason why the stories kind of tie in. The idea is the, uh, Bomberman is a prequel to load runner. Uh, and that, uh, when he makes it to the surface, he becomes the runner and then he is load runner. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That, okay. That ilk. I yes. did not know that they were that connected. I knew there was some like gameplay wise. It makes sense. Cause in a way you're kind of, I don't know, you're running around and filling holes and removing things and right. there's, there's some DNA there, but, uh, and they kind of, but they kind of shunned that lore. They kind of, they wanted it to be in the same universe or somebody did. And then they decided mm, we're going to kind of pull back, but I, th- I like it. I think, I think should keep it. I, I yeah. think they I would I would embrace it at this point. Yeah, why, why not? not? Why not? What is what is Load Runner doing doing right now? Nothing. What is he doing? Nothing. Nothing. Load Runner sucks. I mean no, it's fine. Yeah. People love Load Runner. It's but fine, but I'd play this before I'd play Road, Load Load Runner again. Yeah. It's so hard to say, isn't it? It's Load Runner Load, Load Runner Load Runner Load Runner Load Runner. Uh okay, what else was I gonna play for you? That's probably it. Oh. There's a gold cartridge version of Super Bomberman. Um, the one they put out for the Famicom, I guess it was the final one. Right. So the fifth yeah, one, yeah, the Super Bomberman for the yeah the the fifth one. Yeah, they there's a gold there's the standard cartridge, right? And you just go get it. And then there was this gold one. They only sold this through the Koro Koro comic, which Ooh. is some Japanese thing. Gold cartridges included extra maps and battle mode. And uh, if you want to get that today, you're going to pay about three hundred bucks for just that cartridge on eBay and stuff. I got it. Do you have a hold on? Where's I got one right here? Here's an eBay listing. You get the eBay listing. So you got yeah. 300 bucks for that gold cart. I bet it's not made out of real gold. I bet it says painted. Yeah, there it is. Look at that. That's pretty, though. Yeah, it is pretty. Oh, it's used. I can't. I can't use somebody's used gold cart. I can't do that. <laughs> Why? Why not this? Why? That's, that's gross. You want you, I bet you pay more than 344 for one in the package, though. I guarantee it, especially if it's been graded. Oh boy, you want to get some people? You want to get some retro people angry? Yeah. Just, uh, just ask them about uh, them putting that, uh, putting uh, unopened boxes into freaking plastic containers and grading them. <laughs> Woo, boy, that'll make people angry. Yeah. You ain't never seen people get so mad. Yeah. Uh, no, but they, yeah, I like that. But yeah, if you pick one up, our mailing address is PO Box. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Brian. Brian, send it straight to Brian. He's got a he's got right. a sugar daddy. It's fine. He'll he'll find it. That's right. Hey, sugar daddy, if you, if you <laughs> run across a gold cartridge, 
Yeah, and it ain't <laughs> Zelda or, or Ocarina of Time or whatever it was. Um, so this is an interesting little bit of bit of uh, trivia: the Bomberman in Europe situation. So this is again, we're everybody. back at a time where everybody changed names all the time because they thought it would work better for certain markets. European versions of Bomberman were renamed and reworked as Eric and the Floaters. Makes sense. Sounds just like uh, Bomberman. Yeah, Eric and the Floaters. I, I don't even know what to make of that, but um, they marketed it with an Indiana Jones type protagonist and Dyna Blaster uh, at the oh, time of its release. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The troubles right. were, uh, or sorry, the troubles were in full swing, and the IRA terrorists were all over the news, carrying out actual bombing attacks in the real world. So. You know, they didn't go great. They didn't want to say Bomberman, so they named it they Eric and the Floaters. Yeah. Bomberman. So they went with Eric and the Floaters, a much more subdued, but still the guy's blowing up things, right? Isn't he still uh isn't he still got bombs and blowing up stuff? Still blowing up stuff, yeah. That that so didn't change people, that much. People, yeah. Right. People in Europe, tell me what does Eric mean? I know what <laughs> is is there like some localization that, you know, it's like it's like we call it Karen's now, right? In the United States. It's very modern. That's what we call a Karen. It was Eric something. Was it like something very specific during that time period? I don't know. Yeah, we'd have to hear from somebody on that. Let us know. Uh, the the only 80s, floaters I know 90s. are the ones in my eyes. Yeah, and watch out for those. You don't want floaters. The doctor will uh-huh. tell you to quit Eric, at things. Eric and his floaters. Ah, oh, can't see. Yeah. What was that movie uh, with um, Magnum P.I. where he, he had those robots that would float into a situation? He was like a future cop. Oh, yeah. Uh, we watched that on film Zach. It was yeah. early on. Ru- runner. Runner. Uh, something runner. Running, Some running, runner, death run. Oh. And he was going. He's uh, going after Gene Simmons. Gene Simmons is the yeah. bad guy. Is this runner? Something stupid like that. Oh my gosh, I can't remember it. Runners, maybe run away. Run away. No, that was run away. Might have been run away. Oh, Magnum. Why am I typing in Magnum? It is run away. Selick. You that? should remember that because your, okay, your name is Dunaway. Your name is Dunaway. You should change your name to Brian Runaway. Yeah, because I I associate everything that I hear. <laughs> With my last name, that's how I like it. That's how mem- that's how memory works. Yeah, that is exactly how memory works. It's your it's your uh, what's your, what's the they call that? Now I'm going to go down another hole. What's it called when you have a word or a sound that reminds you of a thing? Right, is that called a, a phonic uh, uh, phonic, uh, phonic, uh, phonic, phonic phonic device? A, a mnemonic mnemonic device. Johnny that's mnemonic a, device. That's yeah, how you Johnny remember that. Demonic. Whenever you just demonic. Yeah, yeah. Johnny demonic. Johnny. Yeah, yeah. Johnny mnemonic device. Nailed it. Uh, anyway, here's something interesting. Indy Bomber was the protagonist of Bomberman GB2 based off famed film character Indiana Jones. Probably without their, you know, their their, their blessing, I'm thinking. I would get that's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> According to the Japanese instruction manual uh, where this unique name originates, he is the grandfather of Bomberman. Uh, given, what? Given his distinct hat, he also shares a resemblance to the original pre-NES Bomberman design. His signature ability was the whip. And riding the moto bomber. Oh, now they really were riding into. Do you get to have uh, a Sean Connery ride like side in the sidecar with you? I wonder. I mean, like, is there like a I Sean wish. Connery? I wish that's what I, that, that you're describing a better life. If that happened. I I have a feeling that the Japanese have like this <laughs> affection for making a uh, character's grandfather. It's is rarely dead. Like we talked about the Donkey Kong thing, right? Yeah. It was. It like must skip a generation. Yeah. Right. Maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Grandfather, son, good, dad, bad. Maybe there's maybe some cultural thing there we're not we're not aware of. Did you play any of the Game Boy um, versions of Bomberman? When I you did. Were playing? Uh, did I you? played. Let's see the original release of just straight Bomberman on there, right? And then the Game Boy Color version of Wario Blast, which is oh. 
a game that had a commercial. I'm going to play this commercial. Check this out. Okay. Oh, the damage we can do. Mm, I love you. Mm, I love you. Mm. Wario takes on Bomberman in Wario Blast on Game Boy and Super Game Boy. I love it. <laughs> um, I guess they call the Super Game... The Super Game Boy is the Game Boy Color here. That must have right. been Europe. I don't know. I played that too. That game's not very good. Let me just say real quick... Wait, Wario. It was a reskin of the Bomberman Game Boy, right? A little bit. So it's not yeah. quite the same. They basically the the whole conceit of the game is you're just going to one on one take on a, a CPU controlled opponent on the same map over and over, kind of until you get to the right. next level and do the same thing over again. It's okay. I love the idea of Wario blowing shit up. I really do. And he uses bombs in all his games, so he's perfect match for this sort of thing. Right. Um, but that game's just kind of man. I mean, compared to all the rest of it, it's just yeah. there's just not much there. So, so you're saying uh, Wario did not hold up as well as I remember anything? No, Wario or no. you? Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, Brian, if you heard, we should this, do a whole thing on Wario and Luigi one day. Not I'd, Luigi, uh, Waluigi. Waluigi. Yeah, we should. I'm fine. I, yeah. dude, Wario is one of my favorite characters <laughs> ever. I love him. Yeah, yeah. We'll do our. We'll we'll wear goatees. Yeah, and uh, there's yeah. two things. Oh, well. Wait, they don't wear goatees. They have mustaches. You're thinking of. They don't have goatees. Thank you. I don't know what you're thinking of. <laughs> Wario and Waluigi do not have goatees. I love that idea, though. You know what you're thinking of? I know what you're thinking of, Brian. It Star just Trek. hit me. Yeah, you're thinking of alternate yeah, universe yeah. where Wario and Mario are kind of that, right? Yeah. So you're yeah. thinking, oh, they, they must have goatees. But the difference is they have thin mustaches, right? Because the Mario brothers have thick ones. Yeah. And these guys have the pencil thin mustaches. That's where it does. Well, right? Waluigi does. Wario has like a big one, but it's jagged like a right <laughs> uh, thing that comes out of his face. Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> um, now, have you ever played one that sounded like this? Eat my dust and lick my crack. Okay. Oh, my God. That's uh, offensive. You might hear that and go, I'm sorry. What does this have to do with Bomberman? Let me play a few more. Whoops. That's not it. Here you go. Where is it? Wait, that's not it either. Here it is. No, where did I put it? I know I did this. Oh, here it is. Come on, biatch. Come on, biatch. Come on, biatch. Oh, come on, biatch. Come oh, on, biatch. Uh, yeah. Come on, that's Billy West, right? Hey, did you hear Billy West in there? Yeah, I just heard Billy West. And lick my crack. <laughs> oh, my God. How offensive is that? Crack. What here. Bomberman was that? Let me Eat skip ahead. My Hold on. I'll bust your ass. I'll bust your ass. I'll bust your ass. I'll get some. Ah, shit. <laughs> shit. Shit. Okay. <laughs> now, is this, that anything to do with Bomberman? Or yes, is that related? This a, what is that? This is a canceled Bomberman game that was being developed for the PC in 1997 called Bomberman. No, Atomic Bomberman. Oh, Atomic. They blew it up. Yeah, they were making it for the PC. It featured some very ugly rent pre-rendered sprites. Uh, right, right. And was like just edgy, trying to be all edgy. It had a bunch of famous people uh, doing the, the, oh, the work for it. Like late nineties, right? Does this is when we were in the? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We're all being like super edgy. Ninety seven was the year. Um, Atomic Bomberman right. made by. Let's see. Well, anyway. Oh, this is the one that was not done by Hudson Soft. It was uh, right. Interplay, Interplay, yes. right? Interplay Didn't was Interplay doing do it. Interplay did all the publishing for the Bomberman stuff on PC. This they right. were doing this one directly. Right. Uh, so you had people like Charlie Adler. You heard him in there. He's Starscream and Transformer stuff. Billy West, you know him as Fry and Stimpy, Doug, all yeah. those guys. Um, 
doing some of the nastiest VO I've heard. So I didn't play some of that stuff is bad. Like <laughs> some of that's real bad. Anyway, yeah, the game, that was pretty, that was pretty rough. I would hate to see where they go from there. Yeah, so the game didn't get oh, I'm made. Reading now that, that stuff was like hidden wave files or something. So it wasn't like officially part of the, Right. It was part of some Windows yeah. 95 CD-ROM game collection thing, and somebody farmed it out of there and went, went what are these for? And no oh, one... I missed the days of finding developer crap they didn't clean up yep. uh, from CD-ROMs. It used to happen all the time. You, yep. get a, you get a CD-ROM, and if you explored it, you could find all kinds of unused yep. mess, just Bun- uncompressed. Yeah, a bunch of waves, a bunch of the stuff. The quality control was terrible on that kind of stuff back in the day. No, it was really bad. Um, I love it, though. Yeah. I love that that exists. It's really right. great. Uh, the version of a Bomberman for the NES, like the original thing everybody remembers, that thing was made in 72 hours. 72 oh. hours. So the one that came out of the NES that, that we know as the yeah. first Bomberman yeah. that we usually think of. Yeah, you made it in like yeah. less than a week. And uh, who knows what that meant, if those people lived or died. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Um, but yeah, they did it that quickly. Yeah. They and, just, they just, they just leaned into it. They said, you know what? See, that's what, that's, that's what I told you. Uh, Nakamoto, the designer, I think he, uh, I, I think he, you know, it's like, oh, so here's a tech demo. We need to, we need to make a game. We need a game for this hardware is what they're thinking. Yep. There's a weird trivia about this where it says he ran out of gum while programming. So he started chewing on pencils. That's, All right. a, that's a weird thing to tell us. Isn't it? That's a weird thing to happen. I so I guess that's how he stayed awake. So I'm curious. Seventy two hours. Like, do he sleep at all? Mm-hmm. See, I need to. I need to see that entire interview. Mm-hmm. Is that you think that's BS? No, I for think seventy two hours. Do you think? I think, think it's. That? I think that's possible. I think probably they cram that. I mean, the game is not that complex. Once three you've days. got the basics down, I think you could probably do it. Right. That's three um, days though. But does that mean he worked three days, seventy two hours nonstop? Because yeah, you'd need to chew some gum for that. You'd need more than gum, man. You'd need I'd be chewing some pencils as well. You need some some Willy Wonka gum that tastes like food <laughs> or something. <laughs> and they don't. You're right. JC Calhoun points out in the chat. Japan, the video game industry especially known over there for a bad work life balance. They're terrible yeah. at that stuff. Oh, there's such a great there's such a great uh tell all book that I have and I mentioned on the show before and I can't don't have it off the top of my head but it's all about Japanese game developers just spilling their guts mm-hmm. about all the trash they went through oh yeah I love it it's bad it's better love today it. I think probably right I assume no I'm nope. sure it's just as bad anytime still bad. you still have young creative people who don't know the value of their own worth in a company who is getting a lots of money mm-hmm. there's always gonna be exploitation yeah yeah you're probably yeah. right uh, so, you know, as far as things that have been inspired by it, I did want to mention right. this game cause I, I ended up playing six or seven, not, not knockoffs, but games that are inspired and by this genre and have tried to make games that are similar to Bomberman in some way. Right. And there's a number of them. I'm not going to talk about all of these by any stretch, but I'm going to mention one because it's awesome. First of all, cheap. Second of all, third of all available everywhere. No matter what console or device you have in a modern way, you can get it on that thing. But it also plays like a retro game. And it's a small indie game called Bomb Slinger. And the concept of this one is, there's a whole story in it, where you're this um, former member of a a bank robbing gang in the Old West. Okay? And you were in charge of, you know, blowing stuff up. You were the bomb expert. Oh. And it's all done in like 16-bit looking graphics and, and that sort of thing. Uh... Oh, this is the wrong. 
link. Hold on. I'm I'm looking at it now. I I I went and looked. I'm trying to show the chat. He's using an old school. So he's like not dynamite. He's not a dynamite slinger. He's he's literally an old school. Oh, he's a bomb chucking bomb guy. Bomb chucking guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now they do it in very. It's very spaghetti western in terms of like its presentation and stuff. Um, Right. But you're this guy. You're wearing like an awesome cowboy hat, and you just oh, and the the, so as the story goes, when the thing starts, it kind of recaps and shows pictures of like oh, he used to be in a gang and then the gang split up and then he met a girl and he settled down in a ranch and then the old gang came back and took revenge on him leaving and blew the ranch up red dead redemption with bombs kind of they burned the place down and his wife is killed in the in the process so so the mcmeans grew or the mcmeans band of of outlaws or whatever uh they're now kind of gone rogue and he's no longer with them so he now needs revenge because his wife has been killed and uh, it's very. It, this is told in a very brief intro se- sequence. You don't have to do it every time you play the thing, but it's this fun little like you know sixteen bit ass looking thing. It's a weird combination of three D and two D right. uh, that I really like. Small indie game. Um, and he wants revenge. So your bosses that you're going after in the rest of the game, in the single player component anyway, are these ex gang members of yours that you used to run with, and you're taking each one down one by one. Um, it plays like a roguelike. <laughs> Did you see that at the end there? It's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, it it looks like he was trying to look like he was angry and shaking his fist, but since <laughs> half his fist was off screen and down below his vision, it looked like something else. It looks like he was cranking the old st- uh, it looks like station. He was wagon. cranking it. Yeah, getting maybe, the bomb ready. A bit of that. Anyway, uh, I I like this game so much. I bought it in three places. I'll get to that in a second because that's it's a weird thing that I did. Anyway, you start in your old burned out barn every game and you go into uh, procedurally generated zones. And these zones are they play out like a Bomberman game where you drop a bomb, you kill the farmer with the pitchfork and uh, you do enough of them. It opens it up and then you go to the next place Um, and you start with one bomb. And of course, you're mad. You're like working toward better bombs. The bombs are great. They blow up real good. I love the look of it. and you kill these cool pixel dudes who are all after you. And they all have different powers, just like all these games. They all have different enemies and they do different things. Some some will eat your bombs or some will throw the bombs further away or whatever. There's also power-ups you can pick up and use uh, throughout the game. And it has a whole system for that, almost like a magic system. Yeah. Anyway. But they're definitely sticking with the Bomberman formula. Uh, the bombs, uh, they, they shoot off and, and you know, left, right. Oh, 100%. It doesn't, it doesn't have like a blast radius, like in a center or anything, like a 3D game. So, yeah, no, it plays just like Bomberman. Now, what's cool about it is when you level up, you gain levels. So, there's a little bit of RPG going on. And when you do that, you gain, um, uh, you gain the ability to add some kind of perk. Okay. So, if this is starting to sound like a roguelike of some sort, that's because it is. They've decided to make Bomberman into a roguelike and set it in the old west. And that's what they did. Um, so you have things like, oh, get an extra heart of life or because uh, there's no one hit kill. You get a whole thing. Oh, look at that goat. The goats love running to the bombs. That's great. Oh, but I say, do they eat the bombs? They have to. They're goats. That's their, that's their job. Right? There's a certain kind of goat that will, but the level one goat doesn't. He just goes to butt it and then he dies because he's stupid. Um, the guy in his, in his long underwear is pretty stupid, too. He's about to kill that guy right now. But anyway, um, you get a treasure chests and all this stuff. And like I say, every run is different. It's never the same mazes, never the same um, anything. It's all different. And there's there's often a store on one of these, so you'll you'll go into a store and buy upgrades and stuff like that while you're out. Uh, 
work your way to the boss and eventually you've got you know multiple bombs you can lay the the radius of the blast just like in Bomberman that gets upgraded as you uncover those it doesn't make you blow up all the corn or the obstacles in this game because it doesn't hide anything in them it it likes you Brian because you don't like that it doesn't right you don't like have to find excuse me find shit in the corn that you got to blow up yeah, I'm not so where you get anyway. those are from the enemies dead enemies and uh, uh, the shops and sometimes just laying around like in a, in a treasure chest. Uh, there's also gold and that stuff can be spent in the shop on item upgrades as well. If you die, you start the game over yeah. like a roguelike, God, but yeah. you may have kept soft. It was still around. They'd be like, Hey, where's our money? Yeah, they would probably do. There's a few games like this that are very taken from it. Um, right. But whatever you can't, you can't copyright. I- the I, I, I know it. you can't, but man, this really makes me want to uh, take this and reskin it with Bomberman. And he just blocked himself in. He does what I do all the time. See, I'm the opposite. I'm glad it's something different and new. I wanted something Are that doesn't really? look like Bomberman. Yeah, I just wanted. I, I like that it's this cowboy and his bombs, and I like that they leaned into this weird, <laughs> this weird concept. Um, here's the other thing. All right, so. It's, uh, what was I going to say? So the single player is, is basically what I described. And the further you get, the more you unlock some like, you know, oh, they, this boss dropped a necklace. It was my wife's and it gives me an extra heart of life. And now the next Aww. run, you can choose that necklace. And now you've got this perk through your next run. See, I don't like that. Oh, why? It's like great. It's too much emotion. I like robots. Well, <laughs> I mean, good point. But it's all done in this very cheesy, over-the-top, spaghetti yeah, western kind of yeah. way. So it's not they're not taking themselves too I like seriously. It. I like it. It's good. It's, it's good. very good. On this and one? it's only like 11 bucks everywhere. Um, yeah. I got this on Switch. I got this on, got on Switch. Uh, Xbox 360, or sorry, Xbox uh, Series X, I guess one as well. Um, right. PlayStation has it. PC has it. I have it in Steam as well. I think the developer may have sent this to me on Steam. I'm not sure. Right. But I bought it in the other two places because I just really <laughs> like the game. Here's the other thing. The multiplayer, it's as good as any yeah. Bomberman multiplayer I've ever played. In fact, maybe better because oh. it's got these extra skill things where you can pick shit up and do wacky stuff. I'll do that. And uh, me and Carter uh, love this game. It's I, I would rather play this right now than Bomberman multiplayer, which is crazy because I love Bomberman. Shut so. your mouth into Bomberman episode saying that. That's how much I love this. It's so good. So here's your modern way, of, uh, one of your modern ways of playing it. Now there's obviously, yeah. you know, the real Bomberman I mentioned that's on Steam and that's on consoles. You can get Bomberman R, you can get Bomberman R online. Um, if you're emulating, all of these games are available in some form or another. So it's not like you can't get them, but I'm telling you, if you want to support a small indie developer that gets the spirit of this, this is yes. it. It's very good. All right. Well, I like it. I'm, I'm going to pick it up. Here's I like some, it. Here's some Sam where you're fighting a boss. Check this out. This is great. This, this guy not left. the music I expected. <laughs> so it's not, it, the boss fights are much more raucous. The rest of it's kind of like, like more Western. Right, right, right. So I got you. Anyway, that's what I expect. Game's real good. Can't I can't recommend that one enough, and uh, I don't know what they're doing next, but that's a cool. De- and they've been in, this game came out a while ago; it was like 2018 or something. I dig it. Yeah, it's very good. All right, um, what else? We missing anything that we haven't mentioned? 
I think we got it all. We get it all. We talked about a good bit. There's a couple of things, but not really worth mentioning. But I'll tell you this. We didn't even come close to touching everything that is Bomberman. I'm sure we didn't mention your favorite Bomberman. And if we didn't, you can email us at playretroshow at gmail.com and let us know. Yeah. And we'll be glad to ignore it. Here's <laughs> here. No, we won't. We will listen to the hell out of it. We'll um, to it. Here are my favorites. Top to bottom. Number one. Of Bomberman, okay? Not the not the fakery right. stuff. Uh, best, Saturn. Very close runner-up. Super Bomberman Agreed. 2 on the SNES. Very good game. Third, Mega Bomberman on the Genesis. Brian, Dim, give me your best list. What do you like? I'm definitely going to say Saturn Bomberman, then Mega Bomberman, and Super Bomberman 2. Okay. I don't really have anything out of my top three. The rest of them, I didn't get to put in enough time to really say how it stood out to me. But I definitely know that Bomberman... Uh, 93 looked interesting and i did play a few of the game boy ones as well and those were interesting yeah they're not uh, bad those are those would be really fun to own like to have it on a, yeah. on a portable like that i guess i could play them on yeah. my Ambernick off to mess i mean it's there and you know the screens are smaller the so uh, yeah. the, the levels are a little bit smaller so it's a little bit different flavor i definitely wouldn't want to play with the link cable or anything mm-hmm. like that with anybody this is more of a you know small enough for just me just yeah. me yeah and someone in the chat asked if i was able to get bomberman saturn uh, working on emulation i used to own the disc i don't know where it is um right. the answer is yes and without brian's help i wouldn't have got it because apparently he had the only version that would work so nice job brian yeah so i i i found uh i went and found the core I was looking for and if you want more information i will be sure to send it to you uh, we found the core for RetroArch. We found uh, the BIOS files we needed, mm-hmm. and we found the CHD file, which is what you have to have. You may find a CDI file that's not going to be good for you. No, nope. uh, or the bin files don't work either. Oh, it depends yeah, on what you, I guess right. it depends on your emulator, but they you know. they could, but I couldn't find any that worked that way. That so also that, ended, up, ended up that, getting the that worked for Fighters Mega Mix, which lets you be the Daytona car in a fighting game. Nice. Yeah, this is the dumbest nice. game ever made. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. That was Sega basically saying it's like an, it's their Smash Brothers before Smash Brothers. That was them going, look, we got all these characters. We got Sonic. We got the Daytona car. We got all of the Virtua Fighter people. Let's make a fighting game with everything in it. And they did it. And literally, you can stand on two tires and fight as a car. It's dumb. Oh, it's so dumb. Anyway, <laughs> Saturn's great. I love that. I love that thing. I'd like to have a real Saturn. I I I just would. I'm okay. So we've talked about me getting my console groove on, but I mean, I'm mostly I mostly just love the GameCube and the Sega Genesis. I have love for the other consoles too, but not like those two. But I do say, if there was one more console I wanted to add to my collection, currently it would have to be the Sega Saturn, just because I like to fiddle around with it. Never got to play with it at all. I mean, I never had any access to the Sega Saturn mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, no friends, nothing. Well, so I'm interested. That's un- that's unfortunate because a Saturn. I had a Saturn. I loved that that thing, even though it was destined for not doing great against the PlayStation. It just wasn't. And I love my Dreamcast, but same problem. It was not going to handle itself against the PS2 very well. So, right. Oh well. Oh well. Um. All right. Oh, uh, multiplayer. I'd go Saturn, Bomberman Two on SNES, and Bomberman R, the new one. <laughs> the new one's very good. Plays really great. I don't know what people's I don't have any friends, are. so I'm not going to pick one. Yeah, um, Brian had friends. You know how it'd go. Oh, I do want to mention these because probably some people are like yelling this. I don't know. But Bomberman Quest for the GB, uh, the Game Boy Color and yes. Bomberman Tournament for the SNES, they were very similar. Those were basically like Zeldifications of Bomberman. So right. it was like RPG elements. There was a big overworld. You 
you know, it wasn't just this like basic gameplay. They tried to add levels and you know all kinds of shit to your to the thing. And it's and it's fine. They're good. There's nothing wrong with them. But I didn't play those very much. They're just right. very weird. Bomberman sixty four is like that too. Just a lot of weird above ground RPG stuff. I, I wanted to check out the platformer stuff they had. Uh, I just never got to it because I was like, I really need to focus just on one area. So I just went, if it wasn't top down, I didn't mess with it. My least favorite of the two GBA games. They just felt cramped to me. Um, right. They're called GB. Uh, let's see. Ah, oh, crap. I lost the, anyway, there were two versions of it. And one of them had a character, that Max Bomber guy. Right, 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 right. Um, and you could buy a version where you could play him or you could buy the regular version. So it was almost like Pokemon Gold and Silver or something like that. But for Bomberman, it's weird. Those are weird. okay. They're not great, though. Um, Bomberman 1 for the Super Nintendo is not great. Don't know what's up there, but okay. it wasn't great. Okay. 2 was amazing. Two, 1 is... And Wario Blast. Mentioned that. Already had potential. Way too simple. Wish it was more. Um, and then, Brian, I wish you had more friends to play multiplayer Bomberman with. <laughs> You know what you should do? I wish I, I wish I loved a multi-tap kind of life, but I don't. Here's what you do. I just don't. Here's what you do. Go get, for seven bucks, get Bomberman look, R. Right. And then you and I can play over the internet. Look, look up the, uh, if, if you can pull it up, I'd, I'd love for you to see the um, multi-tap Bomberman multi-tap. That's, if I could find one, that's what I would want. It so was it for, looks, what was it for? Was it for I, the, Oh, look, look at that. Oh, Let me find it. That's the Saturn one. That is so rad. Saturn, okay. Okay. Let me show this off. So you could buy this. This is great. Yeah. This How isn't is what we had. We had some off-brand thing. This is. Yeah, I figured you probably had trash. That's what I usually have, too. Yeah. So the chat, there it is. It's the actual Bomberman head, the white, the white Bomberman's head with a switch on it. It looks like maybe... One, two, three, four, like a port on each side of his head and then two on top. Right. That's only four, though. Hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. there's three on top. I can't tell. That's great. You get three on top. Brian, you got to get one. Why don't you get I one? I got to get one. I never had this. I would get I would get this just to have it. Oh, look at that. They made one for the SNES as well. Yeah. 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 That's sexy or what? That's I love sexy. Bomberman now. Yeah. Now I love the I love the visual style of Bomberman more than anything. He makes me feel cozy. Does he? Makes you feel cozy? Yeah. Like, Look mean, at this. I'm going to share a little something with you in the uh, the Discord, and I'll try to show the chat as well. Uh, hold on one moment here. It's one of those WebP images. I freaking hate these things. Um, that's what the pile of controllers look like uh, <laughs> when we would play multi-tap, multiple people playing uh, this game. Right. Like yeah, how rid- how ridiculous is that? Freaking, y'all, oh, I hate. Oh, one thing I don't, I never did dig on, even though I never had one, was that round Sega Saturn controller. That thing was so ugly. Well, that's that's it was a beast, but you needed it to play Knights into or what was it called? Oh, that's their yeah their launch one that they had. We have to talk about that one day. Yeah, too. that was the first analog controller I ever had. Yeah, I think yeah. the came after. Well, no, did that come before or after the N sixty four? Now I don't remember. Uh, Crap, may have been around before. the same time. 
I don't remember. Yeah, like half a second before, right? Yeah, maybe. But the actual uh, the actual D padded six button Saturn controllers, which are basically just like the Genesis six button controllers, those are classic. Those are amazing. I guess I need one because I just can't imagine. It just is so ugly. It has to be comfortable though, right? It's yeah. like probably the most comfortable controller I've ever held. Yeah, maybe. Oh yeah, super comfy. Nice. But it's like holding the you know a, a giant plate. It's a pizza. It's like holding. No, it's like holding a, a personal size pizza. Yeah, I, mean, I used to say to press people the, like press the pepperonis. It's like you think your Xbox original controllers are big the saturn you mean, my, you mean like my duke? Word. yeah the duke you think those are dukes look at these dukes these things <laughs> are monsters put, everybody put up your dukes put up your dukes if it's not as big as a saturn controller go on. <laughs> all right uh excellent stuff we're gonna play guess our game now which is a real fun game that we play and we have to start it with this destroy it that's <laughs> so where we take an old video game uh, play a little audio and try to guess what each other picked we're doing these a decade apart uh mine is 1995 brian's is 85 uh we didn't do that on purpose we don't we don't check nope. with each other before these so you know never know what you're gonna get but here it is i'll play mine uh the hint will be handheld that's my hint it's a handheld from 1985 well a game on a handheld system i'll put it that way oh well yeah it's not a handheld system but here's the game check it out this <laughs> figure it out yet i don't know what why this, this music's in it i can't figure out why this music's in it. i know that song i know what i do that? too but i can't think of it is this based on intellectual property i mean if yes it is but it, but, but the, like out, but, outside of gaming uh yes but you would property. but you'll still be surprised at what it's based on i think this music has nothing to do with the property that's... Disagree. It's got to be, because that, that song is, like, seeming it in my head. I don't know this particular version of it, but... Any ideas? Give up? It doesn't even sound right. Nothing about it sounds like what it's supposed to be. It's a really hard one. Oh, my God, one. what is that? It's a really hard one. I, I Yeah, I don't to... know, man. I give. I, I give. All right, this is... Uh, the Adventures of Batman and Robin for the Game Gear. Oh my! But why yeah. is that song in there? I don't know. It's a pop song though, but it's not, it doesn't have to do with Batman. No, nope, oh. nothing to do with Batman. Isn't what that weird? Is that song. It's really weird. I couldn't figure it out. I when I started because I just started playing some Game Gear games, and the Game Gear was notorious for having lag. Uh, music lag or sound lag when you'd change menus. Yeah. And you could hear it in that. Like the beat would go off and it'd be like, oh, there's right. an extra half second there. It shouldn't be there. The thing was kind of a well, piece you, of shit, but whatever. You win this round, Johnson. Yeah. We in chat, yeah, nobody in the chat got it either. So that's a really oh, tricky one. Nice. I admit it. Uh, it's on. And, I, and by the way, I played a bit of it. It's, it's very bad. Okay. It <laughs> plays <laughs> poorly. All right, poorly. Brian. Here's yours. 1985. Uh, now this was given. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, no, I didn't tell me. Give me a hint. What do you got? No, I don't, this is 1985. That's okay, that's it. 85. That's right. like. Well, I um, should I tell you who sent it to me? No, no, I'll wait. All right. I just know in 85 I was uh, getting excited about uh, uh, Back to the Future. You know, got to get back, back in time. Yeah. Here we go. Oh. Wait, I know this. I know this. 
know if I told you Jamie sent this? Jamie sent it? Mashup. Oh, oh, uh, 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 um, oh my gosh. A uh, paper boy, paper boy. Paper boy, that's right. Is that it? That's it, paper boy. Oh, it didn't help me to know it was Jamie. Does he love? Oh no, he told me this before. He loves paper boy. That's true. Yeah. He has said that. But I, I knew that. That music is so like burned into my head. Oh my gosh! For a second, I thought it was that Frisky Tom game where you put the pipes back together and try to get the naked lady in the tub or whatever that deal was. Oh yeah, yeah. It has a very similar vibe. It yeah. does. It does feel like that. It's very sexy. Yeah. Are you surprised that game didn't ever have any kind of resurgence or like a new take on Paperboy or any of that? Oh yeah. I just I don't know, man. I I'm always thinking about Paperboy because I mean I used to I would fly to that game to play it. Yeah. I just loved it so freaking much. And I mean I I still got the same jam from like 720 yeah. Skate or Die. Yeah. Skate or Die, baby. Uh, and yeah. I just I just love those games, but I just don't know could you could you make those again? I mean Cuz you just you you would ruin it because it's such a simple gameplay. Yeah. It's and, not the, it's, it's like weird. unlike say something like uh uh Bomberman where the mechanic right. is what drives it forward. Right. I don't know that 720 would drive anything forward. We already have better skating games like yeah, maybe even better 2D top-down skating games like the Tony Hawk stuff for the GBA was really good. I don't know, like that's a that's a weird thing. Um, here's mm-hmm. here's 720. I actually have this handy. Let me just play a little of it. I just want to hear the hear this so I can be reminded. I don't know what's taking it so long. Tension. Wasn't this? A, I thought this was an Atari game. No. Oh, this is the this is the NES version. Do you think it says skate or die in it? Let's find out. It, it absolutely does. You might even be playing. If you looked it up on YouTube. Yeah. I'll turn this down. Sorry. sorry. Do, you see, do you see who posted that? Um, well, this is me playing on, on an emulator right now live on the computer. Oh, uh, okay. So it's me playing. <laughs> I was going to say, if you go if you go to YouTube and you type in 720 skate or die, I, I've been comfortably at the top for views on that. Really? Uh, for 11 years. Yeah. 11 years? <laughs> Brian, I'm constantly every every week, man. I get messages going. Oh, I love this game. I forgot. Oh yeah, this is, thank you so much for posting this. I did, are you kidding me? You're the you're yeah. the one. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. It's like it's like thirty three thousand views. Reminder: love- I've made absolutely. Uh, I've made eighty dollars off YouTube in the twelve <laughs> years I was there. <laughs> Despite having videos with well over a million views. Yeah, it's like weird. Jurassic Park. Yeah, it works yeah. weird. You gotta have like consistently have very multiple videos in a row have millions right. of views and then maybe you'll yeah i mean like i have I have several millions of views i have several in the hundreds of thousands of views and still like i said 10 yeah. years 80 dollars. yeah that's okay. like, that sounds like the life of a this of a is not the place for me no but it is the place for this welcome to the treasure room We have an email to list to read. A couple of quick things, actually. Playretroshow at gmail.com. We got one here from Michael Miller. This is actually a tweet. Uh, Twitter question from Michael. He says, uh, Scott, I finally listened to Play Retro Show. Joust. I enjoyed it. Did your dad ever play any games for fun, or did he only play test them? He played all of them. For, he loved them. He played them all for fun. Um, he, was a, he was at heart a gamer. As much as you could be for a guy his age at the time in the 80s when we were doing this. 
um, because it was still very new in a lot of ways, but he loved it. He'd sit and play, oh my gosh, so many games for hours and hours and hours. So he, yeah, he loved playing them as much as he liked being in that business. The whole reason he got in the business because he loved playing them. So right. that was pretty cool. I'm actually going to sit down with my and mom. He, and he loved pizza, right? He loved so pizza, yeah. Win, win. I'm sitting down with my mom in a week and a half, uh, who's now 82, and we're going to talk about this era. Um, we've done this before, but I just want to get all our, all our memories on tape, you know, and like, yeah, you should of that do that. Show. I should do that. With my dad, we, me and him did talk about the time we were starting play retro. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was trying to dig, you know, dig in his head and see what I remember was correct and wasn't, was correct. Uh, and I had remembered some stuff incorrectly. He had purchased, uh, our first pong Atari pong from Kmart. Yeah. Uh, and he came home and it was like, we stayed up. You know, felt like we stayed up all night, but we probably just stayed up for a couple of hours. And I, I thought it was like in the middle of the night. It was probably like ten. <laughs> well, because when you're a kid, that's what that stuff is. Yeah. Details. Yeah. What's that? That's what kids but, do. We don't know. We can't tell. Yeah. It, but you know, it's just like okay. I thought I thought he had said he had got it from a friend or something. But my dad told me so many times over the years that it fell off the back of a truck that I probably got all those conflated. So it it helps to have someone to kind of back your memory up. Well, that's where your TVs are coming from now is off the back of a truck. That's what's happening now. Yeah, yeah. that's where everything comes from. Yeah. Like, I need this off the back of a truck, please. No, I fell off the back of a truck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, here's the uh, here's the the other email. So there's your answer there, and thank you for that. And we're, I'm happy if we get a cool tweet like that. I'm always happy to bring those oh, up yeah. on the show as well. Uh, on the subject of Capcom and Disney, Robert wrote in from Mount Bethel, Pennsylvania, and says, Hello, Scott and Brian. I heard you guys talking about the Capcom DuckTales game, which, by the way, I fired up the other day. It's a pretty good little platformer. It's good. Not bad. It's not bad. It's hard. It's freaking hard. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't make those, them easy those back Cap, then. Those Capcom slash Disney games were, uh, were all right. Yeah. They had some good They had some good. The, good the, Jenny ver, uh, the Genesis version of uh, Castle of Illusion, Mickey Mouse. That was oh, yeah. a good game. Yeah. I had that back then. Yeah. Anyway, I vaguely remember one. There were a few Disney Capcoms that were very well done. My friend had an NES and remember playing the Chippendale Rescue Rangers and Mickey Mouse Capade games. These were fun, but very difficult games. I agree. I had a Game Boy and one of the games I played the heck out of was Mickey Mouse Dangerous Chase. Difficult, but I had a blast. Maybe you could do a show about Disney slash Capcom games and crossover in general. Also, I don't know if you remember Bionic Commando. I just played Bionic Commando the other day. Yeah, we did um, too. I, I don't think yeah. we talked about it during our uh, our run and gun episode, but we didn't bring it um, up. It's a very different kind of run and gun, though, because that whole mechanic yeah. of like the arm that would tether you to the next mm-hmm. building and then pull you up. It's really hard to get used to. It's a very hard game. And they tried to remake. There was a 360 PS3 era game. By a, by, a, by a commando colon something where they tried to 3Dify it all and it was actually pretty good. And I don't know why they stopped making that. I wish they would have kept going. Like right now would be a cool mechanic time for a game like that. But anyway, we need look, more bionic stuff. Everything yeah, needs to be bionic. I agree. Bionic everything. Bionic Robert, even for sending this email. Thank you for uh, sending bionic that email. Eric. Yeah, we appreciate it. Um, what's the, is there a, um, they're probably collections of Disney old games, right? Probably. Yeah, I had, um, by the way, thanks, Robert, for sending that. And I mm, I think I've already picked up or maybe want to pick up the Disney Afternoon Collection. It does, I believe, have both the Dale, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, uh, one and two. But I'm not sure about the other two games that are on there. I remember there's being some mixed reviews. It's like, oh, you gave us you gave us one good one and three craps. And they're $20 yeah. still because 
Disney Capcom. Yeah. They uh, like to charge. But there's a few collections out there. And, uh, oh, yeah. This yeah. is available on everything. You can get, play this on, yeah. uh, let's see, um, the Xbox listing I'm looking at. They have it on Xbox Series S and X on the one. Still 20 bucks. Yeah. Oh, Tonda's in the chat room saying there's the Disney Afternoon. Uh, oh, okay. I thought it was a, I thought Aladdin was in that one, maybe. Okay. Oh, they got Castle. They have a 3D Castle of Illusion. When did that happen? Oh, yeah. The Castle of Illusion is good. Oh, it's 3D? 2013. I need to see this. Mm. I really liked that game. Yeah. Oh, look at this. This is like, um, it's still a 2D platform, but like shown in a 3D. I think they just redid it. Ooh, Probably so. I'm going to check that out because that's still, I can buy that now on an Xbox for nine bucks. That's worth nine dollars. Wow, Sega is uh, <laughs> Sega published that. I have no idea that I had no I idea, and I'm not even like I don't care about Disney characters that much. But some of those games were so good, it didn't matter. I was happy to play them. Yeah, they they are one of the few companies that make pretty good games out of their IPs. Usually, usually, sometimes, usually. not always, but most of the time. Aladdin yeah. on the Genesis. We're going to talk about that one day because that was phenomenal. That was great. I mean, if you like Cool Spot, you got to like that, right? Yeah. Although, if you bought the SNES version, totally different game. Completely different game yeah. uh, for for uh, uh, that that property, which I couldn't understand. Like, why isn't it the same side-scrolling game, just on the different console? Doesn't make any right. sense to me. It's weird. None. We'll get to all that uh, at some point. But now, we have to uh, get out of here. Before we do, though, a couple things. Our next discussion, Brian brilliantly thought this one up because I think it's a really good one to dig into. The Grand Theft Auto top-down games. Grand Theft Auto 1 and 2 and a couple other weird offshoots you probably don't know about. Yeah, um, some uh, extended content. And then maybe I might dig in just a little bit to the top-down mode of the GTA 3. I'm not going to go too far into it because I think 1 and 2 is going to be where... Yeah, that's kind of where our heads are at. But I think it's yeah. it's a bigger discussion because it leads to so much. Those GTA games are incredibly influential, not just in the own, in their own GTA universe, but so many other games even smaller games in that old era were basically shown a template of how to do open world with with all without having to have like monster hardware you could do it and that game did it uh so yeah that's coming up and don't worry chat room is yelling out marble madness we will i love that game it is it is coming we need to get back to our arcades we haven't done an arcade in a in a bit or two yeah well that you know what we'll do this and then back to an arcade one whichever it'll be we're still talking about pac-man i feel like we i still feel like maybe we saved pac-man for that that new collection that's coming yeah out. i'm waiting for the yeah I, I want the collection to come out first before we because i really want to know if i need to be mad about it or yeah not. and if we're if we need to be mad we want to talk about it and be mad on the air right 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 so that's, that's the thinking there Real quick, if you'd like to support this show, and we really appreciate it if you did, it makes all the difference and makes it so we can keep doing cool stuff. Patreon.com slash play retro. That's the place. Super easy. Patreon.com slash play retro. Uh, send us those emails, play retro at gmail.com, play retro show on Twitter. And uh, frogpants.com slash play retro is our website, so you can go there anytime. Make sure you follow Brian. He, t- he, uh, he and I both stream a lot of this stuff, especially Brian, which you can find at. Uh, Brian Dunaway on Twitch, right? Twitch.tv slash Brian Dunaway. Or not the Brian Correct. Dunaway. Correct. Uh, yeah, not the, yeah, it's just uh, twitch.tv forward slash Brian Dunaway. And I usually do that most weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Also, speaking of which, a little schedule change will be going forward for a little while on Tuesdays. This will be live on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Tw- uh, we're doing that for a bit. We got to just a schedule change to accommodate another show uh, that happens. And while that season's going on, we have to use Mondays for that. So 
The show from today forward until we let you know it's different will be on Tuesday, same time, 3.30 Mountain Time, every Tuesday afternoon. Uh, right, right here at twitch.tv slash frogpants. Okay, I think that's all of it. I think. Yeah, that's it. Go play some retro games, you guys. Yeah. It'll do your heart some good. I don't care where you play it, how you play it. Just play it and be reminded why video games used to be way more cool back in the day. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Play retro. Play retro. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. Eat my dust and lick my crack. Mm. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.